In your opinion, is it a red flag if a guy won't commit to you after six months time? That's what we're going to get into today on the podcast. But I want you to start thinking right now, like, is that is that an issue? Like if your friend came to, hey, girl, I've been seeing, you know, I've been seeing this dude now for six months, but he's not committing. Like, is it a red flag? Just get your thoughts together as we get into a brand new Ask My Mom for this Thursday. Hello. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy and this is the certified mama's boy podcast thank you so much for being here by the way i don't know if we say that enough but we are a podcast uh, that's based on three principles it's live laugh love your mom that means we live our lives out loud we laugh a lot and we love my mom my co-host nancy yancy hi mom hi honey Really quick, before we start, uh, anyone that has checked their Spotify, like if you listen to our show on Spotify, and they have this thing called like the year-end rewind or whatever, uh, if we come up as one of your top five podcasts, basically what the rewind is, is it goes through and it's like, here's all your top uh, most listened to content, you know, his music, Ooh. podcast, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know that some of you guys were posting on the Certified Fans page mm-hmm. yesterday about it. And so if, if we're part of your year-end rewind on Spotify, thank you so much. That's really awesome. We made the top five Things that you listen to is, you know, Certified Mama's Boy. That's pretty crazy. 403 episodes of it. And uh, that's really, really awesome. So, so amazing. Thank you. It's an honor thank to be you. that spot on your Spotify you. list. So, and I don't, mm-hmm. honestly, I don't know how to check it. I just think you open up Spotify and it'll ask you if you want to like see, see your year end rewind or whatever. And hmm. if it is, you want to post about it, I'll be happy to repost it. So, um, yeah, it's awesome. Thank you so much for, um, for doing that. I'll tell you, this, uh, this is something I wanted to talk about when I got emotional in Tulum. And I don't know if most people feel this way when they travel internationally. But I got emotional actually a couple different times on this trip in case you're just tuning in for um, maybe an episode. You haven't been here for a while. I just got back from Tulum, Mexico for Thanksgiving with my buddy Dan. And we uh, we spent six days down there. And there's a lot of like crazy chaos, funny stories. But there are a lot of like emotional stories too that happened down there. Uh, one of them was just how going to a third world country will really make you appreciate mm. the comforts of your own home. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, things are like super crazy here. I get it. Like it's mm. nobody down there was arguing about a vaccine or mm-hmm. the president. And they were, they're doing it in Spanish. So I didn't even know, you know, so it was kind of, <laughs> kind of nice, kind of oblivious to it. Right. Right. Um, but it really just made you realize how truly blessed, like even like some of the worst days in America mm-hmm. are better than, than, than most days. Uh, when it comes to some of the things that I saw, uh, the jobs that people, you know, were just doing just to like, that was just their job, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like there, there were, there this one, I, one thing I love to do on vacation, by the way, and if we go anywhere tropical is I love to get a friggin' coconut and, oh. <laughs> like the the cold coconuts where they mm-hmm. they you know punch the punch the hole mm-hmm. in the top of a coconut and honestly it's about got about three sips in it but like drinking out of a coconut fresh <laughs> is like the most I'm on vacation thing I feel like you can do right it's so refreshing isn't it yeah it's cool I love it and so I I drank literally at least one a day if not two or three I mean mm. that's just like my since I don't drink you know alcohol that's like my go to I'm like I'm gonna go drink out of a coconut and be wild <laughs> uh, so I um so I I uh, yeah I, so I, I, like probably midweek I'm, I'm like you know ten pineapples I mean uh, coconuts in and as we're driving to the beach on our bikes or riding the on uh, the beach to our bikes. I, I look up and I, I see this guy who's just literally climbing up a, a palm tree and like collecting 
coconuts in his truck. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this man's job literally is just to like drive mm-hmm. around and, you know, and, and then keep in mind, none of these people look unhappy, by the way. And yeah. that's what like was like even more, I don't know, like I just had this really weird struggle with with that because this mm-hmm. I mean, these people that have these jobs that I'm, you know, and no one down there that I saw looked extremely wealthy, you know? No. Um, but nobody also looked like miserable with their lives either. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Like nobody mm. looked, they were just going to their job, whatever that job was. Like one, one of the cool things in the morning when I would run was, I mean, it was almost like I would, I'd be a part of like the morning commute, but most of the morning commute was just people walking or riding their bike to the, to their job, you know? And it was, um. it'd be early. It'd be, it'd be 7am or whatever. Mm. And, I mean, nobody, you know, you know, here we, we walk into our, uh, you know, our $50,000 a year job, $75,000, $100,000 a year job. And like, oh God, oh, it's only Tuesday. You know, like, oh, you know, we did, we oh, sit here. Oh my God. Like I've got to sit here in this comfortable office for six, or I got to sit in my, in my house in pajama pants, make six figures. And I'm going to be miserable the whole entire time. You know, like, and I'm seeing this guy literally just not like wearing anything like, like like climbing this damn tree with his his hands and looking mm. just completely content with his life like nobody like nobody and again this is i didn't like do a survey of anything mm-hmm. but you know people here just walk around we, we just kind of walk around and look so stressed out mm-hmm. and so oh my god you hear your friends oh my god this or that your coworkers, this and that mm-hmm. and i see this man that literally his job is to climb up trees and, and grab coconuts off of them and like, just do it. I, I, maybe he's miserable. I don't know. Maybe he's miserable. I don't know. I don't know this man. You know, we didn't, maybe we didn't not. talk about it. Um, but, uh, but he literally just looking at everyone there. There was never a sense of like stress. Mm. Uh, there's never a sense of like rush or urgency. And obviously we're kind of on like beach time, but like, right. there was never, never like a sense of like unhappiness. Hmm. Um, so I don't know, like it made me super grateful that, I mean, that like I, like, you'll, you'll, you'll drive by s- in this stressful country. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so blessed to be stressed out all the time and, and to work literally. I haven't seen the, the sun in, in, in weeks. Um, but damn it, I make an okay salary, you know what, to come uh, home and be miserable too. So we have a lot of comforts they don't have. But like seriously, y'all, like you drive by and like it's just like these – these, and, and, and Tulum's going through like a transition right now. You can tell because you'll see these like million-dollar condos mm-hmm. and then right next door is like literally just like these shacks. And like yeah. I sit here and I'm like, man, I don't feel comfortable here. You know, like you know who doesn't mm-hmm. fucking feel comfortable is the guy that's got to sleep on the goddamn ground mm-hmm. over here. <laughs> You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry. You have to live in your nice condo and go do your dream job every day. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, mom, what What do you think that is? Like, why? And that really made me just like, number one, feel grateful that we do have so many, what's the word? Like comforts, mm-hmm. you know, super, mm-hmm. super levels of comfort over here, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But what do you think that is? Like, why do you think we get that way? Like if you that, look at my life versus most of people's lives, yes. there were like native people from Tulum. You, you would say, I, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take that guy's life for sure. So oh, why yeah. then do I sit over here, get stressed out, get depressed, get this, get that? When like, then I go down there, I'm like, whoa, you know, like, well, what is this is, this mm-hmm. is way different than 
Mm-hmm. And it almost makes you feel like a little bit guilty. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's people in this country are a lot of people. I won't say everyone. But I think that we are privileged. And we are so privileged that we take most of what we have for granted and we just want more of it. Mm. We're greedy, self Because we're just so used to it, you think? like Oh, yeah. I think that's what our culture says. Mm-hmm. If, if we're upper middle class or higher, um, I think we've lived those lives of comfort and privilege, and we just want more, 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 rather than being able to just be satisfied. We want more comfort with what, what, what is, and what we talking, have. I was talking with a friend today, and I was like, "Man, I just can't wait to like retire." You know, like <laughs> just this this poor guy over here, damn, climbing up tree. Think he's think he's gonna be retired anytime soon? And Never. I'm just like, man, Mm-mm, no, I don't know. You and know, he'll probably some, live twice as long as you do absolutely. and be healthier, and is probably happier. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some we actually have listeners, you know, all uh, all over the all over the world to Certified Mama's Boy, which is crazy to me. Uh, mm-hmm. But we also um, we have a lot of people live, live in Mexico because you know San Diego like borders Mexico, and so if you like if you live in Mexico and you want to like call, I don't know, actually you can't call, can you? They can't call a hitter numbers mm-hmm. in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to like email me or, or message me on Instagram, like when you see Americans, are you like, God, you guys are so effing privileged and you don't even appreciate mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just, it's gotta be just, it's gotta be mind numbing. Well, there's certainly a lot of people that have moved here from other countries. Yeah. That, that could relate to yeah, that. Look at that. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just had this really weird, yes. like, almost like guilt when I was there. Like, damn, uh-huh. like, what do, what do I have to Well, it makes you it? realize how self-centered and, yeah. You know, how we're just we're just so materialistic, right? And so greedy, honestly, as a culture. Um, um yeah, with because we've em- been blessed. I mean, we've been blessed with everything we need and want, but yet because of that, we want more and more and more. Right. And so we make it like so stressful that we can't even enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, I gotta hurry up and get to vacation mm-hmm. and enjoy myself. <laughs> Like what? Why are you like exactly. Mm-hmm. Get it? It's crazy. Um, really quick, emo story number two because I don't want to do this on Friday and we kind of got to wrap up Tulum stories by uh, by today. Because next week I'll be like, oh, you know, remember Tulum? You're like, no. Um, <laughs> I got I got emotional while I was running too. One of my last runs in there, and it was you know it'd been a been kind of a crazy week down there. But I was I I just had a moment that like things have been pretty smooth for like the last six months. Hmm. And it was like a sense of calm that I've had that I didn't even realize that I was having until I was kind of running and reflecting. I was actually listening to a Peloton run and they were talking about how it was like a Thanksgiving day run is what it was. And so, Hmm. you know, they have coaches saying things and that, and she was talking about just how your hard times make you such a stronger person. And Hmm. it really made me reflect back on like the last four years and Hmm. just the chaos that, that was, uh, mm-hmm. f- basically from Wiggy dying, uh, mm-hmm. which was, you know, eight, that was my old Chihuahua, um, March of 18 to mm-hmm. about six months ago. I mean, life was just like complete chaos. And the mm-hmm. fact that I have had like six months of like, and again, I'm not quite where I want to be, 
in true American fashion. Mm-hmm. But my head's like above water. And like mm-hmm. I was so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like like I'm at a point where like just just non-chaos days is like my new level of gratitude. A yes. day where I can just not feel completely overwhelmed by like my life situations. Yeah. Um was really it's kind of a blessing, you know, like mm-hmm. if we, we weren't talking like rudimentary, like that was like the, just that feeling of like, oh my God, I'm so thankful that today is not chaotic. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I don't have like this toxic workplace. I'm so glad that I don't have <laughs> this, you know, this divorce that I'm going through, this drug stuff, this depression stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful. And mm-hmm. I just got really, I was like crying as I was running. Cause I would, I don't know, like it just sets such a sense. And like, I was on a trip that I've always wanted to, you know, go on for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it really, if With you, your best bud of yeah. 30 years. And so just oh, know that yeah. like, this, and you have to appreciate it all. I know. And listen, days, more days will mm-hmm. come. It's not like I'm mm-hmm. done. I didn't graduate from, <laughs> from no BS days, but, uh, but it was nice. It was really nice just to be like, ah, all right. Like, it's been mm-hmm. – we've had a good couple of months, and that's really – that's kind of like my blessing of the week. So mm-hmm. that felt good. Um, all right. So uh, I want to read you this article I found today because I think it's funny because I don't know if, you, if parents realize this or not. Um, but I was doing some show prep for the radio show, and I thought this was funny. Um, it says, your kids probably know where you hide their gifts for the holidays. And mom, I always knew, by the way, I always knew you hide your gifts in the back of your closet, in the back of dad's closet. You guys weren't very creative. Um, and all the survey came out and it says, it finds that most popular places to hide gifts is the bedroom closet. 53% of people will hide gifts in the bedroom closet. That was just like your go-to. I mean, I, I feel like, and I knew it too. It was like such a tempting thing because I was like, I know there are presents in there. You know, mm-hmm. like I know for a fact. Did you know mm-hmm. that I knew? Because yeah, I feel like no. parents have got to be smarter than that. But you no. can't imagine that we don't know that you're hiding stuff in your closets. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and then we had limited spaces to hide things. I mean, right. think well, about true. it. We, we didn't yeah. have a basement. How that house was pretty small. I guess I don't and, know. I don't know where kids, else I would have hidden it. <laughs> I remember one year you guys would actually take presents over to our neighbor's house. Didn't you hide like stuff in their garage or something? Oh yeah. If it's big it, stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. You would ha- yeah. take it over to the neighbor's garage and hide it over there. Right. Uh huh. Um, mm-hmm. But just, just know that 53% of people say their, their go-to place to hide gifts is the bedroom closet. Uh, <laughs> right after that. <laughs> is okay. Spare- kids. Go look. Yeah. This is, this is a great <laughs> heads up for kids. Like go check your parents' closet. <laughs> You're listening with your, uh, with your parents right now. It's Probably in there. That's 53%. Uh, 31% of people say they hide them in a spare bedroom, which that seems, that seems a little easy. You know, that, don't, mm-hmm. that seems like it's a little uh, uh, <laughs> stressful. Uh, if it's just yeah. sitting there, again, if, if you're not hiding it from someone, it's fine. But if you're mm-hmm. trying to hide it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the number three place people say they hide presents is in the coat closet. Uh, the number two, oh. number uh, four place people say they hide stuff is uh, under the bed, which under the bed's solid. It's mm. solid, but I feel like your kids are going to know. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably a thing. Yeah. Number five, and this one's actually pretty genius. I don't know if anybody else knows this or thought about this because I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the survey doesn't necessarily talk about hiding gifts from um, 
the from your kids specifically. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is a great this is a great one that I didn't I wouldn't think of is in the trunk of your car. Oh in yeah, these kids don't really care about like the yeah. trunk. I, I can't think of like one time I was like, oh, let me see what's in the trunk of the car. There's nothing in there for us typically. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, I've done that. About? In the trunk mm-hmm. of the car? Uh-huh. I'll tell you, yeah. one year, here's here's the, the caveat Except to that. that. At some points, I didn't have a trunk, remember? I didn't always have a trunk. When you like, had a van? We had, the, we had the Volvo station wagon, and then we had the van. Right. I mean, they didn't have a trunk. Right. Because we used that third seat in the Volvo. Right. Well, let me give you a caveat to that because I used to think hiding stuff in the car was – and I think the trunk I, – I bought um, my ex-wife. I remember we were at TJ Maxx over at Point Loma one day and she saw this jacket that she really – or maybe it's Marshall's, whatever, uh, that she really wanted. And I was like, you don't need that jacket. But in the back of my head knowing that like I'm going to go back and get it for her for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. So I go back the next day and I get the jacket. And, I'm, and actually when, it, when I went back with – maybe it wasn't the next day, but maybe like a week later, I was like, I should get that jacket for her because she really wants that. I'm trying to think of like Christmas gifts for her, right? Mm-hmm. And like, she really wants that jacket. I should get that jacket for her. And I, um, I went and bought the jacket and I put it in my, uh, my back seat of my – I had a, like a – mid-sized SUV at this point. Mm-hmm. And I put it like in the back seat and I put mm-hmm. it specifically behind the passenger seat because my thought process was, you know, there's no way that like <laughs> she would like look, like look back there to see it. Right. Uh huh. And so I'm all excited. And now we're like a day or two away from Christmas and I go outside to get it. And I'm really bad about locking my car. Somebody had like oh. jacked that, jacked the coat. And I was like, oh, man. So oh. you got to remember, like keeping things in your car come with uh-huh. liability. the liability uh-huh. of like – I mean I got my car broken into so many times in San Diego. My car mm. was getting broken into. And again, is it – And maybe it wasn't broken into. What's the word, <laughs> mom, you just leave your car and lots of people take stuff? Like it was never like – Stupid. The, <laughs> yes, I know. Like you, you think like after the first time – I lost so many pairs of sunglasses. Like I'm just really bad about remembering to lock my car when I walk away. Mm. I probably <laughs> – in the course that I lived in that Point Loma house, mm-hmm. less than three years, I probably got my car, something stolen out of my car, probably five times. No way. Yeah, probably. Oh, God. So just know that's a caveat to mm-hmm. um, to where it is. <laughs> so uh, it says, while you're thinking you've chosen a good, lo- case, a good location, uh, uh, chances are that your hiding spot isn't well kept. In fact, the most popular hiding places are also the first places that people look for hidden presents. Mm. Uh, it says, so when asked where people go to look for presents first, and again, this is not just kids. This can be, you know, hiding gifts from your spouse or whatever else. Uh-huh. Uh, the number one place that people go to look is <laughs> what? The, the trunk of the car. No. Number one is bedroom closet. Okay. So that's the first place that they're going to oh, yeah, go. You okay? already said that. Well, I'm saying this is where people usually do hide. Now, this is where people say they, oh. they go to look for. Oh, I so, got you. Okay. Number one place people say they go to look for uh, hidden presents is number one is mm-hmm. the bedroom closet, which, uh-huh. yeah, it's a go-to. It's a classic. Mom, what is number two most people will go look for a hidden gift, you think? Um, under the bed. Under the bed's number two. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Number three is? Mm, a neighbor's house. Nope. <laughs> Trunk of the car is number three. So that's the oh. third place people say they'll go to look for it. Uh, number four is? A neighbor's house. <laughs> Coat closet's <laughs> number four. <laughs> number five place people go to look for it is where? Please tell me it's a neighbor's house. The spare bedroom. 
So. Oh, a spare bedroom. I would just say probably keep it away from any of those five. If you're really trying to – have your mom – have you ever – can you think of anywhere you've had to hide a gift before? I remember that one thing that was really stressful. <laughs> And this is this is actually a great place to hide something. I've hidden plenty of things in in, in this uh, this kind of space. So um, one th- one thing that I remember though is that I um, obviously when you get an engagement ring, that's something that you got to hide. Oh, but like where yeah, but like where do you put that? Right, like yeah, because obviously you don't want your significant other to find out that you're going right. to propose. Right? right. So I hid it underneath. There's usually space underneath your dresser. Uh huh. And that was like the best place for me mm. to like. I don't remember what what the, the, I don't remember if it was like there's space underneath there. If I had to pull the bottom dr- um, drawer out or what. That's mm. a great hiding place if you're looking mm-hmm. for somewhere really good to put it. Oh, I yeah. also something as, small. Uh, side note is that's also where I would hide my adult magazines when I was a teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I, my parents, I think, didn't you find those? I'm pretty no. sure you found them. Oh, right? remember we had a flood and you and Dan went nuts and went down oh, there and yeah, cleaned it all that's out? That's right. That's right. Yeah, Dan and I, um, Dan Tom, Tom is Dan's brother. It's my best friend, right? And they're, they're twins. And that was also a great hiding place. And again, we would, we would pull out the bottom drawer of my dresser and put any. Because back in the day, kids, if we had anything that was not appropriate for children, we'd hide. You know, we'd have to hide that. Uh, we didn't have things like the internet to go look at. Right. So, um, so we would have to. Uh, we'd pull the the dresser drawer out and oh, put them all in there. And like it was actually pretty because like who the, like your mom's not gonna like pull your damn drawer bottom drawer out. You know what I mean? No, like it's just not no, gonna happen. No. So what? Uh, but then all of a sudden, mom's the basement. Now though. Yeah. Now you will. Yeah, so if you're if you're uh, listening, by the way, parents, go look under your kids' drawers because I swear that's like the best spot. Um, what happened though was was the basement flooded, right? So they were like, all of a sudden, it was like, well, we got to get all this furniture out of here, and I was like, oh my god, like, oh my god, we're gonna be in so much trouble. So like, Dan and I like feverishly flew downstairs and like got like a outdoor trash bag and was just like shoving all this stuff into the trash bag so that we could like kind of sneak it because there's only one way and, and like everyone was like coming up and down the basement stairs there's no right. way to like really so we just had to like act like it was just trash we were taking out and i'm pretty sure we got away with it too didn't we until we admitted we it or did. did you guys find out no. yeah we got away no, with no, it. no 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 uh-uh. just know that's uh, that's a good one that's a <laughs> solid answer it's a solid answer um really quick let me let me end this right, mom can you think of a good hiding place for a gift that you've had to hide a, a gift before and did it work oh well if it's small you know, like I hide things in my jewelry chest. Okay. Or I hide things in my closet underneath my clothes. Yeah, but that was that's a that but was never a good small one, by the way. Things. Yeah. I always knew they were there. I found so many so many yeah. Christmas gifts every single year because I would just go to my mom's closet. Now, most of your things, you know, like toys and things are bigger. Yeah. So that dormer in our bedroom was the go to place, but I thought I put things in front of it. I guess not. Nope. Yeah, you used to have that like um, that crawl space. Uh huh. That was a good place. You could have hidden gifts in yeah, there. You know, I did. It's, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to like to find places. Here's what they say though: if you're trying to find a better hiding spot for holiday gifts, try this. Uh, the attic is the uh, is a spot. It says only two percent of people mm. polled have hidden a gift that actually got discovered in the attic. Wow. So attic's a good attic solid because like why are you going up in the attic? You right. want to make it even better. Put it inside of some luggage. You know, like oh, luggage in yeah. the attic. That's oh, got to be yeah. foolproof. Uh, the basement. 
says the basement, mm. only 2% of people have had their hidden presence found when they hide stuff in the basement. When and you then moved th- in the basement. That wasn't a very good one for us. Um, <laughs> the garage. The garage the third place. It says uh, just mm. 3% of people have actually found their hiding, uh, their hiding spot sniffed out while in the garage. So mm-hmm. uh, there you go. As we're getting into holiday season. And now we'll get That's into our fun. quote for today. Mom. Okay. It's from Ram Das. Information is just bits of data. Knowledge is putting them together. Wisdom is transcending them. And I was reminded of that quote. In fact, I pulled it up just now as you were talking about, you know, on your run, just feeling grateful for where you are right now. You know, that's wisdom. You Mm -hmm. know, you have some wisdom on your journey that you, that you had put, you know, all of this together to gain wisdom from that gives you peace, grants you peace. But wisdom, I think, I think what you have to realize about wisdom is like wisdom comes at a price, mm, typically. It does. It what does. you say that wisdom is not free. Mm. Uh-uh. Um, no. I, th- I think knowledge is free. Knowledge is free. Mm-hmm. Wisdom has a price tag on it. Yeah. And I just made that up. That should be a t-shirt or something. That well, really information, good. information is just bits of data and then you use your knowledge and put them together. But the wisdom piece is what you have to get to. Right. By using those two things yeah. to to really transcend them, right? And I would say for some people that we, we think are really wise, have, have probably been through some stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, most of these definitely. lessons that we're having to learn through this lifetime yes. is literally things you can't learn the easy way. There's no book for it. No. There's no podcast. There's no quote. Like no. Most of these things you're having to experience yourself to become wiser and smarter when it comes to living your life. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. Like I think no that we, we, can, we have, again, the information. We listen to, you know, yep. podcasts. We listen to self-help. the knowledge. We read books. We go to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But until you really go through it, Mm-mm. I don't know that you can really understand it. Mm-mm. You know? You can't. Like that's really or like, relate like to it with yeah. someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's why, you know, your story is so important because – it's relatable to the people that are having that experience, right? Or have had it, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That's why you know that's powerful. Absolutely. So there you go. That's our quote for today, mm-hmm. and we're going to get to a new ask my mom here in just a, a couple of seconds, and like basically start thinking now of like when, how long should someone date before they finally commit, and like when does it become a red flag? And we're going to get to that with ask my mom and just uh. Just a couple of minutes. StoryWorth is an amazing holiday gift to give this year. It really is. And if you're thinking about a unique holiday gift, I think I hope you will think about StoryWorth because this is something that's going to be really great for this year. And I promise you there's going to come a day where you're going to think like, man, let me go back and look at this book. Maybe it's when mom, dad, a loved one has passed away or maybe you miss them or you know, they didn't pass away and slip far away or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're really going to appreciate that you took time right now to stop this podcast or you don't have to stop it. I guess you can just keep going with it and, and <laughs> order, order StoryWorth. Uh, StoryWorth, how this works is every single week they email a relative, a friend, a loved one, whatever, some kind of question of your choice, by the way from their vast pool of possible options, right? And it's got prompts that like, things that you may not have thought to ask, things like, what's the bravest thing you've ever like, done in your life? Or if you could mm. see into the future, what would you, what would you like, like to find? Stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. And so this is every 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 week that your loved one gets one of these, right? And then what they do is just ask for pictures and and other stories and things like that. And then story worth after a year will then compile all of your loved one's stories, including their photos and their beautiful keepsake books, uh, or into a beautiful keepsake book. And then what they do is they they send that book to you, and you've got it for generations to come. You know, so uh, it's something that will will last forever. And I think that's something that, you know, 10, 20 years from now, you're really going to appreciate, but you can't, it's, there's only a limited time. You know what I mean? Like you can't, uh, mm-hmm. can't give this gift uh, forever with, with your loved ones. Right. I would so, love to have had that from my family. Right. It's you so know, like imagine much. if you had that today with your mom or your dad, you it's know, so much I didn't know and didn't know to ask. Right. That's right. So yeah. StoryWorth is uh, is giving the people that you love the most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to StoryWorth.com slash Kramer and save $10 off your first purchase. It's StoryWorth.com slash Kramer, and uh, it's $10 off your first purchase for anyone that goes to that URL. Go in the show notes, too, and I link all these, by the way. All this stuff is listed in the show notes. Also, uh, BetterHelp is on our podcast this week, and if you're trying to you know it's it's the end of the year y'all like this is it it's december the second right now and if you're sitting here being like i told myself i was gonna get my mental health in check this year and blah 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 hmm. um and maybe you have it and if you haven't it's okay like there's still time there's still time we don't have to like always or, time or maybe if it's like if you're looking into next year if you're looking at 2022 and you're like all right january 1st i'm gonna get like serious about this mental health or this issue that i've been dealing with i'm gonna like start nipping in the butt start thinking about better health BetterHelp is online therapy and counseling where you can connect with a therapist in about 48 hours. And that's in therapy time. That is abnormally fast. It is. Uh, And and it's cool because you don't have to like sit there in an uncomfortable office. It's strange. It's awkward. It's like driving out of your way. You can do it from your computer, your phone, however you want to have your therapy session. So I really enjoy it. I I hop on and off from BetterHelp from time to time when I need, you know, kind of going through something. And uh, I, I I use it. I highly recommend it. I pay for it now. They gave it to me free for a couple of months to try it out. Now I, I pay for it because I think it's that great. So I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. All right. Ask my mom in just a few seconds. First... Certified fans, mm, how favorite are you? Favorite part of the show. Here we go. This is where we thank our people that support our podcast financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, becoming a certified fan is five bucks. And um, when you do, it's a, just a donation. Think of it like a donation to the podcast. Uh, we don't ever ask. We'll never charge money. There's some podcasts that make you like pay for them, and we'll never be that. We're very, um, very not lucratively sponsored by um, <laughs> advertisers. Uh, but it is uh, not a lot, folks. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not a lot. <laughs> it's um, so not great. So we're grateful for, for, <laughs> your, for your token. I remember one day when I thought I was going to be able to quit my corporate radio job and just do podcasting. And then I get my <laughs> you know my $200 check every month. And I'm like, okay, maybe not. Maybe uh, <laughs> keep on. Well, if you lived in Tulum, you could. Probably could. And I could do coconuts mm-hmm. on the side. Uh-huh. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. Seriously, we're very appreciative. And it, it takes the stress out of doing this podcast. You know, we don't mind putting it together, but the fact that people can chip in and uh, help pay for it's awesome because it's way more expensive than I thought I was going to to, to run a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when uh, when you join, you get an episode dedicated to you and a bunch of other perks. So let's get somebody new today. I'm talking to you. 
person mm-hmm. that's like, you know what? Like it's not giving Tuesday anymore, but like it's the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And you can text the word um, fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. And we would love for you to be a supporter of the show. And we, when we have somebody new, like I said, we, we dedicate the episode to you. When we don't, we go back and we will thank someone who's been here for a while. Mom, we got disconnected when we tried this yesterday. So let's see if we can do this without. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did. I'm getting this screwed up. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, so we spin the wheel and we find out who has been here. I'm going to switch the speaker over first so you can hear the whole spin. So you know we're doing this authentically. <laughs> all right. Here it goes. Today's episode is dedicated to certified fan number 160. Okay. 160 is our certified fan of the day. And actually, this should really be a lot cleaner. I feel like maybe I should like spin the wheel before we start. So I have the person ready to go. (laughs) I think a lot of good podcasts would like not stumble through this section of the podcast. (laughs) But we're janky. But we're janky. So you guys, you know, you put up with our jankiness. We're just in the moment. Uh, all right, so yeah, I'd say <laughs> great way. This would be our tagline: live, live your life in the moment, laugh, love your mom. Uh-huh. Um, all right, one sixty is um, Donald S. Oh, love him so much. How about that, Donald S. Love him so much. He's the our best fan. Dudes. Yeah, uh, Donald, oh. man, you're the best. You know you are. Appreciate you so much. Donald's been a listener of mine since Phoenix. Yeah. And uh, listen, I love I love San Diego people. I love Maryland people. You guys have been super supportive. But like people that are here from like, mm. like Florida days or Phoenix days, especially mm. in Phoenix, man, that was a hot skipping and jumping. Like that show was not that great. So like <laughs> the fact that y'all still support me, I don't know, man. That means – because it really was. Honestly, the Phoenix show was not that great because it couldn't be. Like we, were, we weren't like given – I didn't have like the tools to make that. And I didn't have the confidence to make that show good. I was right. so pressured into like trying to make it into like this, the show that I didn't think was going to be the right thing. Right. To do, but, um, and the co-host was not good chemistry. Well, we just, we just didn't, we couldn't get our, we couldn't, just couldn't, we get, just it couldn't together. get it together. So yeah. um, anyway, super appreciative Aww, of you, Donald. I love and, Donald. Uh, this episode is dedicated to you, friend. Donald's love my you. third son, you know. Yeah, he's a good guy, right? I adopted him several <laughs> months ago. <laughs> and that's, he's, he can come, mm-hmm. he can come stay in the basement. Can. For the holidays, anytime, absolutely. Actually. Now, where you're gonna have to sleep on the on the mattress, the air mattress. I know, mm-hmm. I, know. I deserve mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, all right, Mom, let's give it. Let's give Donald his uh, his whoop whoop. Okay, because I know he's listening because he's so faithful and so yep. wonderful. I'm giving him a bonus whoop 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 to Donald S. There it my goes. third son. Love there it you goes. forever. Yep, he's great. All right. Um, we will um, – uh, wow, I just got some breaking news over here. I'm sorry. I just got distracted. Uh, text fans, by the way, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Wow. Okay, Uh-oh. so you know how we uh, we vote every month for Podcast Magazine? I just got the December charge right, right now. Oh. Um, y'all, uh, the upside just got knocked off the number one spot. <gasps> no. Wow. Four? That's crazy. Uh, some there's some podcast called Aww. Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Oh which my! Which doesn't even sound good. That doesn't even sound good. Uh, Certified Moss Boys is the number four podcast. Maybe we got some Aww. work to do. Is what I'm trying to say. 
so um there's some other podcast popped in there called peaky pod which that doesn't even what? sound good either and certified yeah. mom i mean uh kramer and jess uncensored st- uh, still stays at number eight for this uh for the Aww. month of december Man, that's not good news to share. And I literally, that I literally just not. just checked my text from Jeff as he uh, as he got this. Aww. Wow, how about that? So listen, let's uh, let's Aww. let's remember to vote for Podcast Every Magazine. Day, no matter what day of the month it is, just take five seconds every day. And do it. And actually, how we've done yeah. it now, and I'm going to get this updated actually now because now we got to get we got to get serious about this, Dante. Mm-hmm. Um, came up with a way. I don't know how he did it, but there's a way now. Um, if you text fans, F A N S. No, I'm sorry, not fans. If you text vote V O T E to eight 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 Kramer eight. I'm gonna try to get the setup for today's show. Is you um, when you text that and you click the link, it will automatically fill in certified mama's boy. Oh, and Kramer and Jess uncensored. So oh, all that you have to nice. do is literally just type in your name. And honestly, if you have an iPhone, it'll automatically populate that anyway. So wow. yeah, um, making that's it even cool. easier because, wow, that's, yeah, the that fact takes that Jeff five got, seconds. <laughs> I just can't believe he got knocked off. I wonder if he's after oh, we'll get, after get how many this. months? I like, mean, over almost, a year, probably a year and a half. Has it been a year? It's probably been a year and a half, honestly. Wow. So, Aww, uh, text, sorry, text Jeff. vote. Can we, can we pick it back up? Uh, vote yeah, to eight 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 Kramer eight. Cause I know that sucks. Let's do um, it. And vote for the upside too. You know, let's get them back in the number one spot. Oh, what the hell is definitely. This? Oh my God. This, uh, sips, uh, smokes. They're number two for this month. Oh, okay. So, all right. Um, Let's move along with Ask My Mom for now. So Ask My Mom is an advice segment we do from time to time, every Tuesday, Thursday to be exact. And if you ever want to be on this segment, you got a question. And we say these are dilemmas, not problems. If you got, if you got a dilemma, you want to run past my mom. You always <laughs> right. get great advice. You I can, am uh, not a professional psychologist, so do not take my advice. She's just Seriously, a mom. I'm just a mom <laughs> and I'm speaking from my own experience. So uh, mm-hmm. if you ever want to be on this segment, we got a dilemma. We'll run it past the podcast family too, is uh, you can just email me, thatguycramer at gmail.com. So mom, mm-hmm. let's do it. Okay. Dear Mama Nancy and Kramer, when should you be exclusive in relationships? I have been seeing a guy for about six months. This is my first relationship in a few years, and I think I don't know the new rules of dating. In my head, I think of us as a couple, but we've never actually talked about it. We act like a couple, and we do everything that people in a somewhat serious relationship do. We go out, spend a lot of time with each other, and at times basically live together. But he's never said anything that indicates we're exclusive. I want to have the what are we and where is this going talk but what if I don't like the answer? There is nothing wrong with a relationship. It's comfortable. But not knowing what he thinks of us is driving me crazy. Maybe he isn't as serious as I am. Or maybe he is and is afraid to, afraid of bringing it up to me. My friends think I'm nuts and to just leave it alone since all is going well. But I am really curious. What should I do? Wow. My thoughts about that, mom? I mean, honestly, Uh, the the number one answer here is like just have open communication with them. Let's just, that's always going to be the 
I, that's exactly but, what I was going to say. Just have a conversation. Does that sound red flaggy that after six months he's not wanting to like commit to it? Well, we don't know that he's committed or not. She doesn't really know if he's committed. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. I think she should just have to say, well, first of all, maybe she should tell him how she feels. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a vulnerable position. But, you know, you could say, you know, I really have enjoyed this last six months with you. And I feel like we're exclusive and that we're in a relationship. And I'm just wondering where you are. How do you feel like if he's like, no, I don't want to be in a relationship? Like, how does that make you feel after six months? Oh, well, then that is definitely a red flag. See, I was glad yeah, I got this she, message. I was this is something we haven't really, one, had, then, you know, we haven't really talked about um, much mm-hmm. on the podcast. Right. But I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna defend my guy over here for a second. Okay. Um, because because this is like this is like a situation I'm getting myself into, right? Where mm. I'll date for a while and they're like, okay, we're in a relationship. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. The R word is scary. I don't know that it's scary, but I think that only people that have been divorced have this realization. Um, is that, and I don't know if, if your guy's divorced or not. Did she say if he's divorced? I don't, I don't know if he does. No, but let me give didn't. you from a, a divorced guy's perspective here for a second. Is I think that all of us no, like, like we didn't, none of us knew what the hell we were getting ourselves into when we got married. Right. Like mm-hmm. nobody knew mm-hmm. you had to kind of like figure it out with your partner, especially if it was your first marriage. Cause I was talking about people that just married well, for the especially first time. If you're young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're kind of mm-hmm. just figuring it out as you go. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, and mom, tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't think that any of us realized the amount of effort it was going to take to be in a healthy relationship. No. Right? I know I was clueless. Like, and I'm that's pretty the thing. sure you were too. <laughs> I, I think everybody was. I think you just you, mm-hmm. like, you, society's like, okay, be in a relationship, be in a, mm-hmm. just go be in it, go get married, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, like I guess this is what I do. You just go mm-hmm. get married now, and then like you get married, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> like, I had no idea all this came with this. You know what I mean? Like, y'all didn't tell us this part. Mm-hmm. So right. I think the perspective, because like when I read this message the first time, I was like. If he's not ready to be in a relationship, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I really don't. I don't think it's a red flag if after six months he's not ready to be in a relationship. Mm. Because here's my stance on this is that I have a new perspective that I didn't have the first time around. And Mm. that is exactly – I know now this time around what it's going to take to be in a healthy relationship. I like the thumping in the background. As I'm I'm pounding on this? (laughs) I mean I'm I'm passionate passionate on this topic. I really am. (laughs) I have the the foresight this time around to know what it's going to take to be in a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. And I didn't necessarily have that the first time. I was just kind of figuring it out Mm -hmm. as I went. And I I think if I had any idea of what it was going to take – I would have done it a whole lot differently. Mm. And so this time I do know what it's going to take. I know exactly what it's going to take for the kind of relationship that I want. And honestly, I don't have the time right now to devote to that. Mm -hmm. It's not part of my life right now. Mm -hmm. It's not that I don't want it. Like necessarily I'm not, I'm just not like, like, you know, dating here, there, whatever. But like I, for the kind of relationship that I want, I know exactly what it's going to take this time. Mm-hmm. And until I've got 
what I need to give to that, then I, I don't want to, I don't want to commit to being in a relationship. I don't want to say I'm in a relationship, just say I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Because mm-hmm, to me, sure. that means such a different thing this time of just, than just saying like, oh my God, I have a girlfriend, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's the first time I was just like, yeah, this is what you do. You're just like, okay, that's, well, that's it. We're in a relationship. <laughs> but like, do you know, right. like, do you really know what that means? Like, have you really mm-hmm. thought through like what that means versus just yeah. saying it? And so I feel like when I read that and I, and I was like, I know my mom's going to say it's a red flag. I think after, after six months, if he's not ready for it, it's not the end of the world. Because mm-hmm. what would you rather have with the title or everything else that comes with it? And making sure that his life is, and it's fine to have that conversation, you know, Right. it's fine to be like, Hey, listen, like, this is what I want. Uh-huh. And to be on the same page of where things are going. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's necessarily a red flag if he's not ready to be in a relationship. And this mm-hmm. is coming from my perspective of mm-hmm. being divorced and knowing what I want to give and get from I didn't another say relationship. It was a red flag. You did. You literally said that. And that's, I did. You said, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you no. literally said it's a red flag. He's like, yeah, I think that's kind of a red flag if he doesn't want to be in a relationship after six no. months. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I had two glasses of wine. Yeah, I had two glasses of wine. Sorry about that. All right. That. I'm not going to do this any good. All right. This episode's running extremely long. So I love you, Mom. That's going to be it for today. <laughs> You're cutting me off. You're done. We're done here. Yeah. Oh, by the way, 888 Kramer 8. 888 Kramer 8. If you like, does that seem like a red yes. flag for y'all? If, like, after. After eight, after six months, if he's not like been like, we're in a relationship, <laughs> is that like a red flag if he's not ready to be in one yet? Should, should she run or like, does that seem okay? Uh, maybe don't call after wine because it's going to get us married. So <laughs> there you go. All right. Love you, mom. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Yeah. Wow. I'm like shocked the upside's not number one on Podcast Magazine anymore. That like blows my mind. And this podcast came out another one. What's that one called? I forget what it's called now. The uh, uh, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Literally was not even on the chart before. So listen, man, this is where we, we you know, the company that, that Jeff created for the podcast is called uh, 22 Projects, I think. 222 something. Sorry, I should probably know this. Uh, but... Like we're a little podcast family. We got to keep make sure our podcast stay up top. So please text the word vote V O T E to eight 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 Kramer eight. All right, eight 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 Kramer eight. Vote. Let's get back to the top of the charts for January. Start the year strong. All right, love you so much. We will see you back here tomorrow with uh, Jimmy Mack and a Friday show. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.